Roller coasters aren't for everyone, but there are people who will wait in line for hours to taste that mix of exhilaration and fear, to feel that adrenaline pump through their veins, to experience the intoxicating peaks and drops. Lawyering isn't for everyone either. But if you're listening to this podcast, you likely enjoy roller coasters too, or at least you thought you would give this one a try, to experience moments of almost immeasurable satisfaction, but also times of great challenge and self-doubt. On this podcast, I hope to help you tackle both the lows and the highs, with some thoughts of my own but also with guests who will share their own experiences. Thanks for tuning in. Hey, and thanks for joining me. Yes, you have tuned in today to hear me tell you that you gotta eat. So what's earth shattering about that really? It's obvious, everybody has to eat. What about some advice on whether I should ask my principal questions if I don't understand what I'm being asked to do? How about some tips on resume preparation? Should I worry if the other articling student has more interesting assignments than I do? Yes, we will tackle all those subjects, but today I need to talk to you about the basics. And my focus is fueling your body. Because as you are facing challenges in law school during your articles or as a new lawyer, you will literally forget to eat from time to time, or you will prioritize other things over giving your body and your mind the fuel they need. Because that is what food and drink is. It's fuel you need to top up on a regular basis so that you are functioning at an optimal level. And if you neglect to do that for too long, your engine will stall. Not eating is self-defeating. Remember that. Particularly when your aim is to make the best impression. Sometimes it will feel like it's virtually impossible to carve out time for three meals a day and you will skip them. And yes, we've all felt that and done that. Your adrenaline will be pumping because of that huge deadline ahead of you. So you may not even feel hungry. Trust me when I tell you over time, not fueling your body. Trust me when I tell you over time, not fueling your body and your mind will catch up with you. And the effects may show up in some obvious and not so obvious ways. The other killer combo is not eating enough and ingesting a lot of caffeine. And that can come in a variety of forms, including tea, coffee, pop, and even in pill form. The cocktail of adrenaline, some anxiety and stress plus caffeine may give you a short-term boost. But again, this stuff will catch up with you. And over time, your sleep will be crappy, your thoughts will be jumbled, and you will be less and less able to handle pressure. So what do you do? What can you do when you are working for someone else and have little control over your schedule? 
or you feel you have one chance to shine at law school and make it to the next step. First and foremost, make fueling your body a priority. Yes, that will compete with other priorities from time to time, but keep it in the top five for sure. And yes, we can have a debate at some point in the future if you want on whether there can ever be more than one priority. In other words, the very definition of the word. I love such debates. What else? You adopt a mindful but also practical attitude that nutrition is important. You plan your meals, prepare them ahead if you can, and you have regular meals when your schedule permits. Bank that nutrition, build up those reserves. Because some days might be absolutely out of control crazy, and you will have time for only one real meal. And I'm not counting that last piece of birthday cake somebody left in the firm's kitchen. When I was a young lawyer, I firmly believed breakfast was a waste of time. I convinced myself that I felt full in the morning and that I could push through until lunch without eating anything. Here's what I have to tell you about this now. I was wrong. Fueling your body in the morning makes a lot of sense. My point in this episode is not to spend time on nutritional content, but what fuel you put in the engine matters if you're looking for optimal performance. I know you know that already. Just remember it when you forget. So a muffin loaded with sugar at 8 a.m. accompanied by a double-double will leave you feeling very differently by 9 a.m. than some cottage cheese with some berries. And there's something else. You know, when you go to court or to a meeting in the morning expecting you'll be done by lunchtime, that may not actually happen because these things are often out of your control when you're an articling student or a young lawyer. So that idea of pushing through to lunch on an empty stomach, stomach. So that idea of pushing through to lunch on an empty stomach no longer makes sense. In fact, your next meal may not be till much later in the afternoon. I can tell you there were many times people around me heard my stomach grumbling in court and meetings. Some even smiled in sympathy. If you don't have any breakfast and having lunch becomes a fleeting prospect, by three, you will be completely bug-eyed and unable to think straight. Listen, if you don't want to eat breakfast, that is fine. But make plans for the possibility that having lunch may not be realistic. Prepare baggies of nuts and throw a couple in your bag in the morning. Some people love bars. That works too. It's not a meal, so you don't need a table to sit at or even a ledge. You can eat as you go in the hallway or during that brief court recess when you go out for a breath of fresh air. Plan your meals when you can. Prepare ahead when you can. It will pay dividends. Let's talk about what you're drinking because it's important for your body as well. Here, I'm going to say 
water, water, water. And those of you who know me will laugh because I'm notorious for drinking far less than I should. My urologist says any liquid is better than no liquid at all. But if you have a choice, pick something with less rather than more sugar. Because again, you will experience a spike and then a crash. And that is likely counterproductive. Also, go easy on the booze. Also, go easy on the booze. No lecture here. You know what I'm talking about. Having a buzz in the right context can be fun. Yes, but again, we are talking about optimal performance during what may be a challenging, stressful, attention-demanding time. When I was an articling student and a young lawyer on days with manageable workloads, groups of groups, when I was an articling student and a young lawyer, on days with manageable workloads, groups of us would leave the office to eat lunch or dinner, for example. I still see students and juniors do that, and it's great. It's good to get out, out of the four walls of the office from time to time, and getting food is a great excuse. You will also have a chance to chat with your peers privately. Uh, get out of your system, whatever needs to get out. Sometimes when you are grinding hard, even sitting at a food court for lunch can give you some much needed perspective, get you out of whatever tunnel vision you may be experiencing. Because articles, for example, can have a very narrow focus and that is completing that task and can be all-consuming. So seeing the outside world from time to time is very important. On many occasions when I was grinding at my desk, fighting with some ridiculous deadline, when my peers were able to get out of the office for a short while, they brought food back for me, and I did that for others. Eating at your desk is not ideal, but it's better than not eating at all. Again, fuel. I did some very superficial research, and here's what I found. In a September 2018 article in Time called Does Thinking Burn Calories? Here's What the Science Says. Markham Haight wrote as follows. The brain, unlike any other part of the body, runs exclusively on the sugar glucose, and strenuous cognitive activities require more glucose than simple ones. Haight was actually attributing this comment to Ewan McNay, an associate professor of psychology and behavioral neuroscience at the University of Albany. McNay studied how the brain uses energy to perform work. Apparently, during a difficult memorization task, for example, the parts of your brain involved in memory formation will start consuming more energy, while other areas will show no such increase. But as this article, like several others, goes on to say, 
Hoping to think yourself thin is an illusory goal because in, ter in terms of... But as this article, like several others, goes on to say, hoping to think yourself thin is an illusory goal because in terms of overall proportion to daily burn, mental activity accounts for a relatively small percentage of the overall number. I am going to end today's episode with my now customary closing. If you want to be a lawyer, truly want to, you can be and you will be. If you believe in yourself, others will believe in you. Remember that curves in the road, even occasionally running out of gas, will make your arrival at your destination all the more satisfying. Signing off for now. Please join me again. New episodes every other Monday. And yes, you might occasionally hear one of my cats. Oh yes, before I forget, please rate the podcast if you like it and tell others about it. If you have any suggestions for future topics, reach out through the podcast website, www.wideeyedandreluctanttoask.com.